I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. Please listen to our full podcast episodes as well, where we have unscripted, in-depth conversations about the Wolverines. On to the headlines. Michigan basketball will be well represented at pre-NBA draft events. This weekend, Sean D. Brown, Hunter Dickinson, Devontae Jones, and Mike Smith will appear in what is called the G League Elite Camp, essentially an NBA draft combine for the prospects who didn't get invited to the combine. Later this month, Isaiah Livers will appear in the combine, though he is still recovering from foot surgery and will only participate in interviews, not on-court activities. In total, that's five Wolverines, or maybe four and a half given Jones' status. Unlike the others, he didn't play for Michigan last season. He played for Coastal Carolina, but chose Michigan as his transfer destination this spring. Whether he actually suits up for Michigan will depend partly on his performance at the elite camp. If he does really well, he could earn a last-minute combine invite. The players there are considered the true draft prospects. Michigan fans will also be curious about Dickinson's performance, as he has also left open the door to stay in school. Brown, Smith, and Livers, however, all seniors, are not coming back. Metro Detroit native who spent his first three seasons in the Southwestern Athletic Conference is returning home to play for Michigan. Dalen Baldwin, a graduate transfer, wide receiver from Jackson State, announces verbal commitment to the Wolverines on Monday. On social media, the six foot three, two hundred ten pound Baldwin posts a graphic of himself in a Michigan uniform, declaring himself quote committed, while adding the phrase quote hometown hero. He has two years of eligibility remaining. Reports say Baldwin, who's from Southfield, earned a scholarship offer after working out in front of the Michigan coaches last week. He also recently picked up a scholarship offer from Ohio State. As a senior, Baldwin led Jackson State with 27 catches, 540 receiving yards, and seven touchdowns during an abbreviated six-game schedule this spring. He transferred to Jackson State in 2019, but NCAA rules required him to redshirt and sit out the year. Baldwin also played two seasons at Morgan State after graduating from Waterford High School in Michigan in 2017. He also attended Farmington High School and called Southfield home. The only obstacle in Jake Mitchell's way of a trip to the Tokyo Olympics was a timer. The University of Michigan freshman swimmer was the last person in the pool Tuesday night during a U.S. Olympic trials meet in Omaha, Nebraska. Competing against no one but himself, he needed a time of 3 minutes 46.78 seconds in the 400-meter freestyle to qualify for this summer's Olympic Games. He hit the mark easily, finishing in 3 minutes 45.86 seconds in front of a crowd cheering him on throughout the race. It's insane, Mitchell told the Associated Press after the meet. I've wanted to be an Olympian since I was a kid. This is definitely a dream come true. Mitchell needed a time trial Tuesday because his time during the 400 free race Sunday was not fast enough to qualify. Although he finished second, which normally would be good enough for a spot on the Olympic team, his time of 3 minutes 48.17 seconds was not fast enough to make the Tokyo cut. Because the Carmel, Indiana native finished second, he got the first crack at a time trial approved by the world governing body, FINA, and shaved nearly three seconds off from his Sunday race. Family members of the late Bo Schembechler came to his defense this week, issuing a clear rebuke of allegations that the legendary Michigan football coach was made aware of sexual abuse allegations involving Dr. Robert Anderson. In a lengthy letter issued to the media late Tuesday, wife Kathy Schembechler, son Glenn Shemmy Schembechler, and daughter-in-law Megan Schembechler said Bo, under fire from former players who say they informed their coach of inappropriate conduct involving Anderson, quote, remains deserving of our admiration and our love. 
it is telling to us that Bo never spoke to any of us about the inappropriate behavior by Dr. Anderson, the letter reads. To the contrary, in our steadfast opinion, Bo was not aware of such conduct and assumed that any procedures were medically appropriate. As he demonstrated at many points in his career, and to us as a family, Bo had a clear and compelling sense of right and wrong. He would not have tolerated misconduct, especially toward any of his players, family members, coaches, or to anyone associated with the University of Michigan's football program. The denial came just five days after Matt Schumbeckler, one of Bo's two adopted sons, came forward and said he was sexually assaulted by Anderson, who served as the director of the University of Michigan's Health Services and later chief physician for the athletic department in 1969 when he was just 10 years old and told his father about it. Matt Schimbeckler, who became estranged from the family and sued his father and Michigan in 1999, was joined last Thursday during a public news conference by a pair of former Michigan football players, Daniel Kwiatkowski and Gilvani Johnson, who also said they too were abused by Anderson and told Bo Schimbeckler about it. While many Michigan basketball players end up playing in the NBA or overseas, many others, to borrow the phrase from the long-running NCAA ad, go pro in something other than sports. That was the case for John Andrews, who played two seasons at Michigan from 2003 to 2005. Knee injuries and the realization he was good but not great on the court nudged him towards business school. He used that degree after graduating, working on Wall Street at a big investment bank. A global financial crisis forced him out of the industry. In the years since, he's founded a nonprofit, worked in the front office of the Oklahoma City Thunder when the franchise was at its peak, and taught himself how to write computer code. The latter skill has landed him several jobs all over the country. He's now with a Dallas-based startup, the lone full-time tech employee for a rising company that fully furnishes apartments. Though he hasn't earned a penny playing hoops, he's yet another Michigan basketball success story. Read those stories and more on MLive.com slash Wolverines.